Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. Everyone loves a true story movie. The the Blind Side, The Pursuit of Happiness, The Sound of Music, Rudy, all great movies, and they all pull at our heartstrings. But the reality is so much of these movies are actually false. Uh, The Blind Side has been in the news a lot recently because of the lawsuit that Michael Orr, the main character from The Blind Side, has um, put on the family who has raised him. So I don't know if you've seen The Blind Side movie, but it's about an African-American boy who is raised by a family takes him in and he's a really great football player. And he goes on to play in the NFL for a while. And now he's coming back and saying that they didn't share the proceeds of the movie with him like they should have. But in the movie, they actually portray him as not smart. He's not very intelligent in the movie. But in reality, he's extremely intelligent and was actually doing really well in school in spite of his homelessness, in spite of all of his trials and tribulations. And so sometimes, you know, we watch these movies and we like the way the story is told because we like the way it makes us feel. We all want the stories to be true because there's nothing like a true story and our lives are no different. What is the story that you are telling about your life, about your infidelity journey, about your husband's affair? Is it true or is it false? What is the story that you are living by? What's the lens that you are looking at this heartache from in your life? Is that lens, is that story based on a true story or a false story? The story that you tell yourself guides your life. It gives you focus. So what is the story that you are telling? Because the way we tell our story is so important. The way we tell our story determines our purpose to life, to family, to our existence. So often our story leads us to believe that life just happens to us instead of for us. Our story is often based in this falseness of God that he is distant and irrelevant and that life is just an accident and that you don't matter. But That isn't the true story about your life. I need you to know that God is good and he is for you and your story is redemption and light and grace and forgiveness. There is so much power in how you tell your story. It gives you power. It gives you hope. I had someone comment recently on a reel. And the comment that she put was, my kids don't deserve a split family life. Listen, let me tell you something. Your story matters. 
and how you tell it matter just as much. So things like, it's not fair. My kids don't deserve this. He's out having all the fun. I'm the one doing the healing work. Why do I have to suffer when he was the one having the affair? Those stories matter. And I want to caution you on how you tell your story. Make sure you're not telling the false side of your story. My kids don't deserve a split family life. Actually, they do. And do you know how I know that? Because that's the family life they got. And I just choose to believe that God doesn't make mistakes. He has a plan. He has a purpose. He has desire for our lives. He has a higher calling on us. And sometimes we have to walk through trials and tribulations to figure out what our higher calling is. And the way you tell your story decides if you are a victim or a victor. So how are you telling your story? Are you saying it's unfair? Are you saying your kids don't deserve it? Are you saying you'll never recover? Are you saying he did this to you? Listen, I remember being stuck in the false story too. It's natural to go there. It's the easier story to tell. It makes it all about them and less about us. It eases our hurt just a smidge, but it really actually doesn't. Because what that false story does is it keeps us stuck in small. We stay small. We keep our emotions small. We keep our creativity small. We keep our purpose small. We keep our mothering small. We keep how we show up in the world small. And I want to see women walking in all of their amazingness. I am so tired of walking out into the world and seeing women who just barely have their light shining. We're done with that. Listen, this is hard and this is hurtful, but this isn't going to break you. This won't break you. As a matter of fact, it will create in you a different version of yourself that you love 10 times more. But the only way that will happen is if you decide to tell the true story of your life instead of the false story. I want to caution you on how you share your story, how you talk about your story. And I don't mean like, I'm not talking about how you share it on social media or how you share it with your friends or how you share it with your family. I'm talking about how you tell your mind the story is going. I want you, when you think about something, when you think about him, when you think about the kids, when you think about the situation, the affair, whatever, ask yourself after you have that thought, is that thought helping me to show up as the best version of myself? Or is that thought keeping me small? And if your answer is it's keeping me small, you got to throw it away. You have to throw it away. My kids don't deserve a split family life. Okay, that is a thought. And the difference between a thought and a, and a actual real life situation is that a real life search situation is facts. It can be proven true in a court of law. We could go to, uh, to court and half of the people might say, no, your kids don't deserve that. And half the people say, well, you know, I mean, they do kind of because that's what they got. So clearly, and we can't unanimously decide, yep, that is absolutely true. 
But when you walk around with this thought that my kids don't deserve this, what do you do? Well, the emotions that you feel are disappointment, resentment, fear, anger, bitterness. Do you know what kind of mom you are to your kids when you have those emotions? You coddle them. You spoil them. You start doing their chores for them. Listen, I am speaking for as the guilty party here. I did this for a while. You feel sorry for them, so you try to make their life easier. No, no. Kids are resilient. And they can overcome this, especially when mom does. When mom shows up as the best version of herself, guess who gets to learn how to show up as their best version? When mom chooses to tell her story in a way that uplifts her, guess who learns how to tell their story in a way that uplifts them? When mom decides to not be the victim and be the victor, guess who gets to decide how to be a victor instead of a victim? Your children or your friends, or whoever you have influence over. But this false story that we tell ourselves about how terrible this is and how you'll never get over it and you're never going to date again and it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you and blah, 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 blah. It's not serving you. How fun are you to be around if you spend your night with your girlfriends whining about your husband's affair? Not very fun. I'm sorry to say, not very fun. Now, I'm not saying you don't talk about this. You need to talk about it, but you talk about it with a professional and you decide what you want this story to mean in your life. I sent out an email. By the way, if you're not on my email list, you need to get on my email list. Um, But I sent out an email this week about mom guilt. Oh my goodness, the mom guilt? on this infidelity journey is out of this world. And I, I mean, listen, I started to slip into mom guilt this weekend, not because of infidelity, but just because of something else with a grown child and had to stop myself and was like, hold on. There's lessons to be learned here. There's lessons for me and there's lessons for him. And it's the same thing with this story. I used to say, you know, God has been giving me some lemons, but I'm going to make sweet, sweet lemonade. And that was the story I decided to tell. I'm making sweet, sweet lemonade. And so every thought, every action, every choice I made, I I based it on, is this lemonade? Is this sweet or is this sour? So things like buying us a new house because it put us in closer proximity to the school and to sports and to making our life easier was the sweet side of things. Eventually, asking my husband for a divorce was the sweet side of things. Deciding to go on a first date again was the sweet side of things. I could have stayed on the sour side. I could have wanted revenge. I could have taken revenge. There's so many opportunities I could have blasted him or hurt him or hurt her. But that was my false story. That wasn't who I was called to be. 
that wasn't who I wanted to be. Listen, I think sometimes that this experience of infidelity is the catalyst to creating a different version of yourself. It's your like opportunity to recreate yourself. And the only way you get to do that is by deciding to tell the true story. And when I say true story, what I mean is the story in the way that you want it to be. This was a blessing in our marriage. Like, let's say you're working on your marriage. This is going to be such a blessing in our marriage. We're going to look back on this and have learned so much about how we care for each other, how we love each other, how we show up for each other, what we're willing to to sacrifice to have a good marriage, what boundaries we're going to put in place with each other in order to create a trusting, loving marriage. So your true story is the story of how you overcame. It's the story of how you are the victor. It's the story of how you created this 2.0 version of yourself that you love 10 times more than any other version of yourself you've ever experienced or lived. So what is the story that you're telling yourself? What's the story you're telling about your life, about your infidelity journey, about your husband's affair, about your kid's lot in life based on this? Is it true or is it false? Is it bringing you sour or is it bringing you sweet? Which lens are you looking at this heartache from in your life, the sweet lens or the sour lens? Because the story that you tell yourself guides your life. And you are at a crossroads where you get to decide how you want the rest of your life to look. And are you going to choose the path that leads to sweet? Or or are you going to choose the path that leads to sour? And everything I do here, everything I talk about, is showing you how to take the sweet road. Because it's the good road. It's the true road. It's the road God is calling you down. But it's also the road that takes the most work. It's the road that probably has the most heartache because you're willing to feel the heartache in order to get to the sweetness. It's not the easy road. But it's the better road. And it's the oh-so-good road. So I want to caution you on the way you tell your story. And be willing to drop the false stories that you've been telling yourself and create true stories. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator Journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.